this year's territorial cup means a lot more than you think it does. We're going to talk about all of my thoughts on this year's territorial cup before the game kicks off tomorrow for this edition of the locked on sun Devils podcast. Our locked on sun devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona state sun devils, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Hello, welcome one, welcome all to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thank you all so much, as always, for making us your first listen of the day. Remember, the podcast is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, if you want to check us out in a visual platform. Wherever you're getting your podcast, though, hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content to stay in touch with that content. Go ahead and follow me on Twitter. You can get me at RichieBrads36 and follow the podcast while you're there as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Before we get started, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, guys, this Territorial Cup, I know that the stakes seemingly very low. The Three and eight Arizona State Sun Devils are traveling down to Tucson to play the four and seven U of A Wildcats. There are no playoff implications. There are no Pac-12 championship implications. There's no bowl game implications. Instead, it's two losing teams just trying to win a game. This is nothing short of a game built entirely off of pride. U of A was very close to being bowl eligible. If they had won last week against Washington State, this could have been their chance. Instead, they're simply playing for the crown of the great state of Arizona. This doesn't feel... Like it should be an important game, but I'm here to tell you that that's exactly what this is. It's a very important game for Arizona State and for Arizona. This game is not just pride. There are future implications in this game, and I'll explain. Right now, U of A is in the middle of a rebuild. Jed Fish is in his second year. He has exceeded expectations in his second year as the head coach of the program. This was a this was a team, I believe, that was like one and a half wins in Vegas. It might have been two and a half. Regardless, they crushed it. They have four wins this year. That's huge for them. And they were they were so close to being bowl eligible. Very, very close. The team is played beyond expectations. They've played above their talent level. They brought in Jaden Delora, the reigning Pac-12 freshman of the year, and he completely reinvents his offense for them. They have 2,000-yard receivers and a third kid with 700 yards. They have no issue on offense. They have a good run game. They're putting points up on the board. That is not where this program was a year ago with Will Plummer and everybody else that they had under center. This was a team that struggled routinely to move the ball 
to pick up first downs, to score points, any points. They've come a long ways in just a year. They have something to prove in this game. They want to prove that they're ready to take the mantle from Arizona State, who is trending downwards right now. They want to state their stake their claim as the best football team in the state of Arizona. And there's no better place to do that than the Territorial Cup. Now flip the script and look at Arizona State. This is a, this is a team that is getting ready to go through a rebuild. They are in a transitional phase in a best case scenario. They are pretty much in a rebuild though. I will tell you that right now. This is a rebuilding team. They have next to no certainty across the roster. Once again, there's going to be a lot of departures because of seniors and transfers. I have no idea what to make of the quarterback position moving forward. I don't know if Emory Jones or Trenton Borgay are returning. I would not be surprised if one or both of them entered the transfer portal. You're losing Xavier Valade, who was your offense this year. You will have Elijah Badger back. Probably he is a redshirt sophomore. He is technically draft eligible. Jalen Conyers should be back. Offensive line, going to be a pretty different unit. Ladarius Henderson, Ben Scott, Des Holmes, Chris Martinez are gone. Looking defensively, that defensive line is going to be very different. Nesta Jade Silvera, TJ Pesfea, Trevez Moore are all gone. Omar Norman Lott stated on Twitter, it's been real Sun Devils. He's probably either declaring for the draft or he is transferring. Linebacking core, going to be different. Kyle Sully and Merlin Robertson are gone. Secondary, once again, going to be different. You lost the Markham brothers midseason to the transfer portal. Corey Bethley will be departing. There is a chance that a Jordan Clark declares for the draft. He is a very good nickel corner. There's a lot of changes that are coming up to this team once again, and they don't have a head coach right now. Sean Aguano has been a very solid interim coach. That's about where it ends. And I want him to stay with this team. Because these kids played hard for him. But he's not the answer. So with that in mind, you you don't necessarily have direction at the moment. And you're in a free fall. The moment you started your season one and two with that loss to Eastern Michigan, the season was in a complete free fall. Again, this, this was not the way this year was supposed to go. You weren't supposed to win a national title. But you also weren't supposed to be at the bottom of the barrel in the Pac-12. And now, your rivals down south are a game away from burying you in the Pac-12. You would be 3-9 and nine with this loss. U of A would have two more wins than you. They would have the Territorial Cup, and they would snap your five-game win streak. That's right, five games. Arizona State is riding a five-game winning streak. There is a lot of pride on the line here for Arizona State. They're not ready to roll over on their backs. They're not ready to give this thing up and say that they're not the best team in Arizona anymore. They still have that pride, that determination. 
to beat U of A, put them in their place and remind them why they've been in the cellar for so, so long. So yes, these two teams have a combined seven wins going into this game. They will have no more than eight wins between the two of them. They will have no more than a, at best, five and seven record for U of A and four and seven or four and eight for both teams if ASU wins. That's about as low stakes as it would appear on the surface, but I promise you it's not. This is not a low stakes game. This is a very high stakes game for the Sun Devils. They care a lot about this game. They are not willing to lose. And that goes for U of A too. They have a lot to prove. They're ready to usurp the Sun Devils of their throne, of their five-year stretch as the champions of Arizona. There is a lot on the line here. It is one of the best reasons and the best examples of why college football is the greatest sport in the world. Because I promise you, this game is going to be one of the best territorial cups we've ever had. I am willing to put my name down on it. I am so beyond excited and terrified at the same time for this game. There's a lot here. It, it truly is. More than anyone would realize. More than anyone in, in the college football world would realize. It's rivalry weekend. You have a lot of big games. You have the game. Michigan-Ohio State. You have the Iron Bowl. Alabama-Auburn. You've got... Oregon, Oregon State. You've got USC, Notre Dame. You've got Florida, Florida State. You've got Clemson, South Carolina. There are tons of great rivalries that are happening this weekend. But I promise you that nobody is looking at Arizona State versus Arizona and shame on them. Because this game is going to end up being one of the best games of the Pac-12 this year. Put it in ink. I promise you, this game is going to be legit. And I could not be more excited for it. We're going to hop into one quick break here. And when we get back, I'm going to start breaking down this game for you. Everything you need to know going into it. But first, a quick word from our friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action happening right now at BetOnline, where the game starts. You guys know the drill by now. I've brought them up a few times. I'm going to continue to bring them up. Thank you guys for making us your first listen of the day. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's start talking about this game. Let's talk about everything we need to know. First things first, Arizona State is currently riding a five-game winning streak. They have won the last five Territorial Cups, which includes, is it two in Tucson? Yes, two in Tucson, one of which was the 70-7 to win. 
Arizona State has actually dominated this series in the 2000s. U of A leads all time 49 to 45 and one tie. However, in the 2000s alone, U of A has only won two, four, six, seven times. Arizona State is 14 and seven since the year 2000. In the 2010s alone, Arizona State was seven and three. And they haven't lost since 2017. That's a big deal. That is worth noting. That's one of the longer streaks, winning streaks, for either team. Arizona State's longest was a, what is that, two, four, six, eight, nine-game winning streak. And U of A, I believe, had a 10, two, four, six, eight, 11, looks like. So Arizona State is trying to get to their record that they had from 65 to 73, where they won nine straight. They're currently at five. A win this year would be really, really big for them. And it would get them one game closer to the 500 mark with U of A. But Arizona State has dominated this matchup over the last 21 years and over the last 10 years by itself. That being said, you can't sleep on this U of A team. U of A has been unbelievably good this year. And I say that knowing full well that this is still a sub 500 team and that you haven't you haven't played outstanding football but considering the expectations they had and everything else they truly have played very good football this year and Jaden Delore is the biggest reason for that he's top 5 in the league in passing touchdowns the league at like college football he's got 25 on the year he has thrown 12 interceptions he is prone to turnovers but he's thrown 25 touchdown passes he's thrown 3400 yards 3485 to be exact he has two 1000 yard receivers again he has a third kid who has 700 yards they have no issue throwing the football they can move the ball on the ground decently uh michael wiley is a stud 500 yards five and a half yards a pop they're going to put up points in this game arizona state's defense has not been up to the challenge against hardly anyone lately and i don't anticipate that to suddenly change against the team that can throw it with the best of them you're going to be hoping for either an uncharacteristically bad day from Jaden delora or you're hoping that your offense can step up and win a shootout because i don't think you can hold this team under 25 points so we'll see what happens. But with ASU, you've got weapons. X Valade is one of the best running backs in the Pac-12. Elijah Badger has proven he is a number one receiver for you. Jalen Conyers has proven he is a really, really good tight end. And then nobody wants to talk about it just yet. They have the weapons on offense. My question is quarterback. Trenton Borgay is coming off a bad game. I feel like you still start him. I don't know if that's been confirmed or not as him being the starter. Emory Jones certainly doesn't give me any kind of confidence in this game either, though. We'll see. You have the weapons. It's just a matter of good play calling, something that has eluded Arizona State this year. You've got to be able 
to be better than your play calling. Because if you fall behind in this game, I just don't know if you can get back out of it. You, There's been chances this year for this team to get those upsets. Like UCLA could have been an upset if the offense showed up. Because the defense was able to get some uncharacteristic turnovers for uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. At the time, didn't throw a lot of interceptions. So you need that. You need your guys to step up big time in this game. It's a borderline non-negotiable. It truly is. You got to have some of your best days out of your defensive backs. Corey Bethley hasn't had an interception this year. I feel like he's due. Chris Edmonds, if you would like to continue your interception streak, I'm here for it. Roe Torrance, if he is 100% healthy and ready to go, will be a massive difference maker in this game. And as one of the better corners in the Pac-12 that no one's talked about, he's going to be incredibly important in this game, trying to contain uh, the different receivers that U of A has between Jacob Cowing and uh, Dorian Singer. There's a lot of emphasis on the secondary to step up. Hopefully your pass rush is able to generate something as well. They've been better as of late. You still need, you, you got to bring this kid down. You got to be able to make Jaden Delora uncomfortable because if you can't figure that out, I just don't know if you can win this game. So Anthony Cooper and BJ Green and Joe Moore need to be able to generate major pass rush in this game. You would love to see some out of some other guys as well. Those are the guys that I'm going to be looking at particularly. Anthony Cooper, BJ Green, Joe Moore. Those are the guys that I'm going to be paying the most attention to in this game. Generate some turnovers. That's what you need to do defensively. Offensively, you just got to find a way to keep pace. So that means not making bad decisions and bad turnovers. Just be smart with the football. All you got to do is be smart. If you can find a way to be smart, take care of the football, not give U of A any extra opportunities and take advantage of extra opportunities that U of A will give you, I promise you they will. You can win this game. Real quick, before we wrap up this edition of the podcast, I want to thank you guys again for making us your first listen of the day. Remember, make Locked On Sports Today podcast your next listen. The biggest stories of the day instant reactions, big game recaps, and of course, the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's do some bold predictions. Nothing too crazy. Let me give you one on offense, one on defense, and a final score. Offensively, I think Valaday is going to have a field day. And I think he's going to need to. So in Valaday's final collegiate game, as a current 1,000-yard runner, I think he's going to be able to get another 100-yard game. He is currently at 1,095 yards. I think he can get to that 1,200-yard mark. All he would need is 105. I also think he does some damage through the air. He's currently at 272 yards. I would love to see him get over that 300 mark. And I think he's going to score twice in this game. So I'll go Valade, 150 total yards, two touchdowns. He's going to need to, honestly. He truly is. Defensively, 
I think that there's going to be some turnovers and I think there's going to be some sacks for the team. I don't know how many sacks I'm not willing to bet sacks, but I am going to say you get two interceptions this game matching the season high that you had in week one against NAU. If I had to guess, I'll say Chris Edmonds and Corey Bethley, but I'm not putting my name on that whatsoever. But I'll say that you dial up some pressure and you get two interceptions. When the game is all said and done, though, I am still taking Arizona State in this game. Final score, I'm coming off this off the top of my head. I will take Arizona State final score 34 28. 34 28. Arizona State over Arizona. That's what I got for you. That's my bold predictions. That's my take on the game. And that's the reason why this is a lot more important than you may realize. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. If you guys are going down to the game, I look forward to seeing you there. I'll be down there. Feel free to say, hey, would love to chat with you guys. I'm going to need some help trying to stay professional while I'm down there because uh, I just hate U of A with all my heart and soul. Fall down, Arizona. Fall down, black and blue. Fall down, Arizona. You know damn well you're through. That's all I got. Thank you guys, as always, for making us your first listen of the day. Remember, you can get this podcast available wherever you get them, including YouTube if you want to see us in a visual platform. But wherever you have those podcasts, hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications so you get an update when we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can get me at RichieBrads36. You can get the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Until next time, you guys keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils. Forks up. Beat the Wildcats.